0: This is Jaguars Happy Hour. hour. Former Jaguar Jeff Loggeman and J.P. Shadrick provide the latest Jaguars news and what's happening around the NFL. Jaguars Happy Hour begins right now.
1: Welcome in. Jaguars Happy Hour. J.P. Shadrick, Jeff Loggeman. Glad you're along with us. We are a week after the season and the Jags are number one. In the draft order, that's the biggest story. Of course, head coach Doug Marone is out as the head coach, so a GM and a head coach opening now for the Jacksonville Jaguars. And we must say at the start of this program, let's just throw it out there, this was the Doug Marone show for the last three years plus, oh four years really, and uh, it's no longer the Doug Marone show. It is now Jaguars happy hour, but our best to Doug Marone and Helen and the kids and the family and uh, Logs, I know we we touched on it on an earlier show here in Jacksonville, but He's going to end up okay in the NFL. I mean, he's, he's, he's pretty well respected, certainly as a position coach, if anything. He can, he's going to get a gig.
2: Yeah, and look, uh, you know, coaches, when they, when they enter the league and then they sign up to be assistant coaches and then coordinators and then certainly head coaches, they understand that NFL sometimes can stand not for long and that the jobs don't last and job security is not exactly at the top of the list. And, and they get it, but, you know, it can be very difficult for families to accept that. And so uh, i, I got to say this, that Doug is a, is a top-notch first-class guy, loved working with him. He has been extremely gracious with us through the years and has been very uh, forthright and uh, given us great information, which in turn has allowed the listeners to be able to enjoy a lot of information and also to learn a lot. And I appreciate Doug for that. And Doug's been good to me. And I you know JP, he's been good to you No doubt. and we're going to miss him. And, uh, w- without a doubt, good
1: dude. Now, no matter if he, you know, if he gets a gig, takes a year, whatever he wants to do, you will see them around town. So if you do shake his hand, he's, he's approachable and a good guy. And, um, he, he will be in, yeah, he's not very
2: social though. He'll be the first one to admit that he said, look, I'm not a social guy. Uh, but he's not he, – he won't, like, punch you in the face if you, you, know, if you right. come up to him to shake his hand. I mean, he's That's a good right. guy. And, uh, and look, he, nobody wanted to win more than Doug Marone and, and sacrificed more to, to get wins for this football team than Doug Marone. It just didn't work. And, uh, and, and just like past head coaches, you know, we have a lot of them that love Jacksonville and then are going to be a part of the fabric of our community. Tom Coughlin, Mike Malarkin. Uh, uh, even uh, Gus Bradley, I think, is going to be able to come back at, at some point. Uh, Smitty, Mike Smith, is not far down the road. And I'm sure that Doug would like to be able to stay a part of this fabric as well. Look, we got a beautiful city and, uh, and a lot to, to love about Jacksonville. And, and some of these ex-head coaches are, are going to be in our, commu- in our community. And, and it's awesome that they stay a part of our community. I think it speaks volumes for how wonderful of a city that we have.
1: Great place to be, and uh, once folks come here and realize it, maybe they don't realize it if they've never been here or haven't been here a lot or in and out, but uh, once you're here and live here for a while, you, you know the secret that is Jacksonville, and it's a great place to be for sure. Now to the football side, and the GM gig has been open for some time now. The interview process is on down the road a little bit, it feels like, there. The head coach names have popped up this week, though, uh, Jeff. And uh, there are some interesting names that are associated with the Jaguars opening. I think the most interesting is that of Urban Meyer, the former Ohio State-Florida head coach. Uh, that's where he won three national titles combined between those two schools. And if you're watching on Jaguars.com, you see the other names that have been listed. Enemy, Garrett, Raheem Morris, Robert Sala, Arthur Smith, all tied at least in some way, to the Jaguars' head coach opening. But the, the one that pops off the page there that everybody's talking about is Urban Meyer, Logs.
2: Sure, I mean, and understandably so, because he's a big name. He uh, Everywhere he's been, Utah, Florida, Ohio State, he's flat-out won. And that's what this team wants, and that's what the fans want, is winning. And there's also a little flip side of that, and that uh, when he left those programs, it wasn't exactly on good terms. So a lot of fans of uh, the Florida Gators aren't big fans of Urban Meyer, and I think a lot of Ohio State fans, if there are any in this area, I'm sure there's a few because they have a pretty broad reach, <laughs> yeah, may not like or be <laughs> big fans of, of Urban Meyer. But, you know, look, uh, he wins. And, uh, and it doesn't mean that he's going to win at the pro level, because at the college level, you're allowed to have better talent than anybody else. And it's, it can be a little bit unfair because you cannot recruit people. Well, in the National Football League, you have a, a salary cap that essentially governs your talent to where you can only get so much as far as paying them. But you, there, there is no cap as far as acquiring talent through the draft, which makes the general manager so very important. Now, the other name on that list that's pretty interesting to me is Arthur Smith?
1: Yeah, he's
2: you know, he's a hot, yeah, up and coming candidate, yeah. offensive coordinator for the Tennessee Titans. JP and yeah. and and you know with a young quarterback coming in, you know a, a bright offensive mind, many people are going to look at as as a favorable situation to get for a young quarterback.
1: Yeah, and not to interrupt you there, sorry about that, but Arthur Smith is, I think, the only one of head coaching candidates that is interviewing with every job opening in the NFL this year. I mean, he's making the rounds on the circuit.
2: Well, it's because he's an offensive guy. I mean, look, uh, anybody that has an opportunity to take an offensive coordinator position for a football team that's going to have a running back that's going to rush for back-to-back 2,000-plus-yard seasons, take the job because it's going to make you a hot candidate if you can run the football. Obviously, he's had Derrick Henry there in Tennessee, and he, he's done a good job, though. And uh, and the, the Chargers have a great situation with their young quarterback, and I'm sure that he's going to be high on their list. He's probably going to be high on the Jaguars list because they're expected to draft a quarterback in the draft. And so you want to, you know, the, I said a little bit ago we were talking to Tony Baselli. And our conversation was about, look, uh, first and foremost, for the head coaching position, you want to have somebody that's a leader. But if you had a choice as far as what side of the ball that he's cut his teeth on or, or is considered his area of expertise, you would take the offensive side of the ball just so you can continue to have continuity. But it's not the most important thing. And I would probably use John Harbaugh as an example of that because John Harbaugh essentially was a special teams coordinator, which I think special teams coordinators should get more consideration for head coaching positions because they manage a wide range of people, all from offensive and defensive sides of the ball and coaches, Mm -hmm. that they would make great candidates. But John Harbaugh has done a great job, whether he's had uh, a mobile quarterback in Lamar Jackson or if he's had uh, the statue in the pocket with uh, Joe, uh, what's his name? Help me out, JP. Joe, Where? His quarterback in Baltimore. Oh, Joe he Flacco. He Joe Flacco. Thank you. Flacco. <laughs> right. Had a brain fart there. <laughs> but I mean, he's been able to win with different styles of offense and he's had different offensive coordinators to do that. And so I think that that goes to show you that it, it's not the most important or the only thing that's important when hiring a head coach is that he is from the offensive side of the ball, but it certainly wouldn't hurt.
1: Joe Judge is another one with the Giants now who is a special teams I love coordinator. Him.
2: JP, I got to say this about Joe Judge. I remember we had the opportunity a couple years ago to go up to Foxborough, and the Jaguars were practicing against the Patriots, and so we got to spend a couple days up there and to watch and to also uh, experience the preseason game that was played up there. So we got to see firsthand how Bill Belichick runs things with his practice, which was impressive. Yes. The most impressive thing to me, and I said it last year when he was hired with the New York Giants, the most impressive thing for me watching the Patriots practice was how they ran their special team. Not one time did they have to call for somebody that wasn't on the field when they were supposed to, because you're, when you're a special teams coordinator, you're managing all 80 guys or, or more if they have the expanded roster, and to be able to get them on and off the field without guys missing or without guys not knowing what they're, you know, missing assignments or whatever. And that was all because of Joe Judge. That's not Bill Belichick. So when Joe got the job, with the Giants, I became a, a fan of his when we were there for the for the, uh, for the practices. And I think he did a very good job this year. And then when he came out to make the strong statement that he did about what the Philadelphia Eagles did and about how that he could never do that with the New York Giants, J.P., I became an even bigger fan of his. And if you can find a guy like that that's a strong leader or a John Harbaugh that's a strong leader, by all means, get him.
1: Plenty ahead on Jaguars Happy Hour. We'll return with quarterback talk and most namely a quarterback from Clemson who has declared for the NFL draft. This is Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Radio Network.
3: Whether you are driving to a Jaguars game or on the way to work, when you see flashing lights, please move over. If you can't move over a lane, slow down 20 miles per hour below the speed limit. You can protect those who help you on the road. From law enforcement and other first responders to utility and tow truck drivers, they all need you to be at the top of your game while you're driving. See lights? Please move over. Brought to you by the Florida Department of Highway Safety and Motor Vehicles and the Florida Highway Patrol. Any repeated physical activity puts
4: stress on the body. Checking your phone, getting in the car, sitting at your desk. Checking the phone, getting in your car, sitting at your desk. Checking your phone for the 50th time today. If you do anything with regularity, you should get massaged with regularity. Massage Envy. Keep your body working.
5: Regular body work makes the body work with massage, skin care, and stretch. Come in today for more information or visit MassageEnvy.com for more details.
4: The wait for the holidays is over, America. It's time to make some joy. And we're here to help with the Ford Built for the Holidays sales event. We're offering the best deals of the season across the Ford lineup, so you can road trip with the whole family comfortably in a Ford Expedition. Bring home a tree that's bigger than you ever have with a built Ford Tough F-150. And find new ways to make the holidays bright this year when you visit your local Ford dealer. The joy is up to you, America, so let's get to it. Ford, built for the holidays.
6: Superior Fence and Rail knows about commercial fence services, from automatic gates to security fence and railing. Superior Fence and Rail's professional team delivers with great communication, trained installers and quality products. Trust your next commercial project with a top-rated fence company in Jacksonville. Get off the fence and call Superior Fence and Rail for your commercial project today.
0: Welcome back to Jaguars Happy Hour. Here's your host, J.P. Shadrick.
1: Welcome back, Jaguars Happy Hour. J.P. Shadrick, Jeff Loggeman. glad you're along with us. We're uh, done with the 2020 regular season. The Jaguars did not qualify for the playoffs this year. At 1-15, and 15, they lost 15 straight games, so that means, logs, that they have the number one overall pick. We've just discussed the GM and head coaching change and all those interviews coming, but With number one overall, this is a, as you'll see on Jaguars.com, a full reboot of the organization. And it gets no bigger with a number one pick than the quarterback position. We even heard Shad Khan on Monday uh, discuss that a handful of times during his comments. The lack of a franchise quarterback over the last eight years, especially during his term as owner here and you can even go well past that, obviously. So this is the year. You have the pick. There are a couple big names that are out there, and it's, the stars are lining up, Logs, let's say that. Well, I mean, many people view
2: Trevor Lawrence as a generational talent, and, and, and he may be, uh, and I, I hope he is. I think it would be awesome for the fan base to have a franchise quarterback to where they can root for and watch grow through the next uh, decade, decade and a half. I mean, as we're seeing quarterbacks now play into their 40s. So, I mean, could it be, in fact, two decades? I don't know, but it would be awesome to see. Uh, and Trevor Lawrence has uh, an incredible skill set and, and got to say that uh, I've had the opportunity to watch him a little bit this week and watch some film, and, and I'm going to watch all of the snaps in which he has either run or thrown a pass this year for the Clemson Tigers and started watching a little bit of it this week and and love a lot of things that I see. I mean, he's got uh, great athleticism. His decision-making is very good. He has accuracy, arm strength, can throw the deep out, 15 yards out and it's on the money and it's on a rope. And those are the things that you like to have. And I think also what I think is gonna help a coach, especially in the developmental phase, is that his mobility will help him I think be successful when, because look, when a quarterback hits the ground running when he's a rookie, it's hard to be successful if you're just gonna try to stay in the pocket. But young quarterbacks that have mobility can get out of the pocket and, and kind of manufacture success out of the pocket until they learn to, to have success from in the pocket. And, and I think Trevor Lawrence gives that, that ability and coaches, I think anybody that wants to take a job with a young quarterback would like to have that scenario of a young quarterback that has mobility that can do things out of the pocket so that they can learn on the run, so to speak, until they can learn to function like a Peyton Manning in the pocket and be completely in the pocket and be just a great passer. But he, he's been fun to watch. He's been a joy. And, uh, and I look forward to watching more of him and kind of give you a little update each and every week. But so far, what I've seen of him has been, has been really good. And it's been, been fun to watch now. It's been fun to watch. And I think the whole read option stuff, you're going to see a lot of that with him when he comes to the Jaguars, if he comes to the Jaguars.
1: You know, all these videos on Twitter and online and on YouTube and all this of his highlights and, and big-time throws and deep balls at Clemson. There was, a, there was one I watched, um, I, I must admit, a few weeks ago. <laughs> and he's rolling left. He's right-handed, obviously. He's rolling left out of the pocket. Uh, nearing the sideline and then just unleashes one on the run uh, 34 yards down the field on a dime into the end zone touchdown I mean, it's like that stuff that you just really can't teach your he, he, the the way that that ball came out of his hands it's just one example but he does things with the ball that a lot of guys just can't do
2: yeah i don't know if uh, can you can you see that jp I, I, okay, I got that up right there. Oh, that's, yeah, look at that. That's Trevor Lawrence, okay? Got, got a little film up of him right there and, and going against Vanderbilt.
1: Oh, that, and, now that's probably uh, a good game and, for him, yeah. Well, I mean, look,
2: uh, <laughs> let, let's see about this play, okay? A little, little fake, a uh, little read option handoff, and he carries out the fake. I mean, he, he's, a, he's a talented quarterback, and, and I, I think it's pretty clear-cut. I mean, any quarterback that has been as good as he has been and consistent as he has been, and available as he has been, there is absolutely nothing not to like about him. You know, but I want to say this, JP. A lot of people, I think, in in the fan base, and, and I think it's a, l- a little little much. They think he's going to be a savior. And last time I checked, the quarterback is, can't be. The, it's, it's very difficult to have one guy be the savior. Look at Joe Burrow. You know, Joe Burrow had a very good year, but it was a tough year, and he took his lumps and unfortunately got injured and then for the chargers uh justin herbert had what was a really good season uh led them for i mean really good for a rookie yeah. seven and nine was able to put together some wins down the stretch and was a really good really good player broke a lot of rookie records passing and such i mean those are, are you know kyler murray another one that had success out of the gate as a rookie i mean these are exciting young quarterbacks but They didn't completely change the franchise's direction in one year. There's a lot of decisions that have to be made around picking a franchise quarterback that have to be done well to allow the quarterback to have success and to allow the team to have success. And hopefully, the Jaguars will make some great decisions, make some really good hires, and get a lot of good people that can help build this organization to where it needs to be.
1: Some of those decisions will include pending free agents and we'll get to the list of those for the jaguars when we return we're off and running it's jaguars happy hour on jaguars radio
3: coach doug marone here reminding all our jaguar fans don't fumble when it comes to driving one text takes your eyes off the road for five seconds and at 55 miles per hour, that's like driving the entire length of a football field with your eyes closed. To win while driving, you must focus. Keep your hands on the wheel, eyes on the road, and mind on driving. Put it down. Focus on driving. Brought to you by the Florida Department of Highway Safety and Motor Vehicles and the Florida Highway Patrol.
6: Looking to be your own boss and a proven business model? Do you like construction and working outdoors? Superior Fence and Rail is franchising in new markets all over the Southeast. From Birmingham to Savannah and even a few more markets in Florida. Come win with Superior Fence and Rail and redefine the fence industry. So get off the fence and call Superior Fence and Rail to learn more about starting a fence franchise today.
7: This football season, prepare your taste buds for the most iconic sports watching drink of all time, Pepsi. With refreshing deliciousness specially formulated to keep your eye on the ball and mouthwatering fizziness to help you power through game day. Pepsi has everything you need to start strong.
4: I used to care when Mike cheered so hard he spilled nacho cheese on my carpet, but thanks to Pepsi, even Mike can't ruin my football party.
7: <sighs> so this football season, make Pepsi your go-to game day drink because it's the only drink made for football watching. Pepsi, that's what I like.
8: At most sandwich places, asking for more of something is just part of the drill. But what if you never had to ask for more? What if more was just a given? At Dailies, more is what our sandwiches are built on. More meat, more cheese, more veggies, more quality, more taste. All for a price that's anything but more. Sandwiches from Dash, made fresh, Dailies.
0: Welcome back to Jaguars Happy Hour. Here's your host, J.P. Shadrick.
1: Welcome back, Jaguars Happy Hour. On this Thursday evening, J.P. Shadrick, Jeff Lagerman. I guess it's not even evening yet. What is the borderline for evening? 6.30, 7.00, Logs, what do you think?
2: Uh, Afternoon well, to I evening. Mean, evening typically starts at 5 o'clock. Okay, so I was right. Okay. Yeah. yeah you know, you're good. I mean, we're 520. We're
1: 20 minutes past it. Yeah, you're correct. You're good. politically correct. Okay, good. Just making sure. I don't want any, uh, you know, bad emails or tweets coming my way, about I got that wrong. So we were discussing building this organization. At, you know, obviously the quarterback is one thing, but there are some other things you have to do to get things right around the quarterback. And you brought it up earlier today. When we were getting ready for the show about Pending free agents for the Jaguars that are currently on the roster and logs. There are uh, 27 pending free agents on this team, according to Spotrac. So let's go and, through them. What yeah, where, and, do you, where do you want to start here?
2: Well, I, I think the 27 is a big number, and 27, I think, when you look at that as a whole, people would kind of panic a little bit and say, "Oh my God! I mean, how are they going to even build a team next year?" You know, so. Remember, though, that a lot of these 27 are guys that were signed for essentially roster-filling spots. Mm -hmm. We call them borderline players or bubble-type players. But out of those 27, I would say there's about six or seven that were starters on defense this year. And you could kind of massage it either way, however you wanted to do it. You could even go to eight if you had Maben as a starter at the one corner spot towards the end of the season. And on offense, you got about three or four. And... Some important ones on offense because they're at the position group that uh, is, I think, pretty good, and that's the wide receiver group. So, are you going to be able to keep you know some names, Keelan Cole? Are you going to be able to keep D.J. Chark? Are you going to want to keep Chris Conley? You know, those are all questions that you're going to have to look at, and and the general manager is going to have to talk about with ownership and head coach and review the film and and probably get a little history or background on these guys and find out who's a good fit for. The, the type of culture that they're trying to establish. But uh, defensively, you know, the, the Jaguars struggled on defense this year, make no mistake about it. So wh- I wouldn't panic either about saying, okay, well, there's six or seven or eight starters on defense that are going to be free agents. A lot of those guys are, again, bubble-type starters. And the reality is, is that the Jaguars had a lot of bubble-type starters this year, bubble-type players as starters, I have to correctly say. So, uh, and look, uh, the Jaguars are going to be uh, flush with cap space. And also, there's going to be a lot of teams in the league that are trying to adjust to get under the cap and won't have the the leg room, so to speak, that the Jaguars will have in free agency. So uh, I don't think it'll be any issue for the Jaguars, but it's going to obviously depend on the opinion of the new leadership that gets hired.
1: I'd say the biggest name of those is Cam Robinson, left tackle, Logs. I mean, he's, sure. he's coming up. He's obviously a very important position when you have a new franchise quarterback back there that you like to keep upright and healthy. Um, that'll be a huge decision to see if they, you know, want to try to pay him or franchise him for a year to figure it out or just right. move on.
2: I got my list up here real quick, JP. Okay. I had pull my list up and, and go back away from the, uh, the playoff record rushing combined yards. We were talking about a little <laughs> bit earlier. That's right. Um, But yeah, Kim Robinson is right up there. The other one I think that's of note is Tyler Shatley. Look at the number of games that Brandon Linder has missed over the last number of years and how many that Tyler Shatley has had to take over as a starter, whether it be at center for Linder or even at guard at times. And he's done a very good job. So in a perfect world, you'd love to bring him back and uh, and have him as part of your your rotation or part of your game day actives. But I think there's going to be some interest from outside on Tyler Shatley because he did do a good job while he was in there starting at guard and at center.
1: Well, I mean, at some point, you know, if if he's around here, you'd like to plug him in to start, right? I mean, in one of those positions, is he better starting yeah, as a center, I mean, as a guard, or or what?
2: Yeah, but see, here's the, here's the problem, JP. Who are you going to take out? Right. Are you going to take Norwell out, who had mm-hmm. arguably his best year as a pro and who who kind of garnered the nickname to where we were actually talking about his nickname this year, Big mm-hmm. Nasty? Mm-hmm. You're not going to take A.J. Cann out. Nope. A.J. Cann was as consistent as any offensive lineman that there is, and, and Linder is still better than, than Tyler Shatley. The one difference between Linder and Shatley is that Shatley has been very dependable on availability, and Linder – has been injured. And so, you know, I, I don't know how that's going to work out, but I think, that, I think some team probably uh, might have had their eye caught by Tyler Shatley this year. But it'll be interesting yeah. to see how that works out.
1: So it'd be probably smart and, for him to test and the and market. Also, anyway, just go out and test the market. Well, look, and then I mean, come Jay back key, later. Look,
2: if you. Look, if, if, you're if you're a player, uh, Cam Robinson, DJ Chark, Keelan Cole, why would you not want to test the market? The, the, the best premium that you get for your services is when you get multiple interested parties so that people are willing to, quote unquote, bid for your services. And, and I, I've been in free agency. I've been in free agency twice in my career. Once I was a restricted free agent, but I was a free agent when I came to Jacksonville. And then when my uh, first contract that I signed with the Jaguars expired, I had another opportunity in free agency and chose to come back with the Jaguars. But uh, look, you always, uh, team will sit there and tell you, you know what, you know, we really love you and this is our best offer and we can't do any more, you know? And then all of a sudden you go to free agency and then all of a sudden the team that said, you know, we can't go any more than that, all of a sudden finds a way to come up a little bit. That's funny. You know, so free agency is not a bad thing for getting you know, taking care of the business side of things for, for a player.
1: In your la- Not to get too personal, but in your last free agency run, were there other teams bidding on you, for lack of a better term? Or sure. were the Jaguars yeah, the only yeah. team? And what were those teams, if you'd like to disclose?
2: <laughs> uh, Denver Broncos. The Denver Broncos had an interest, a pretty clear interest, uh, right before my last year. But, uh, and had a familiar face out there. One of my, my former coaches with the Jets was there. And so he was like, you know, hey, look, we want you to come to Denver. And I was like, man, I can't go to work for the enemy. I mean, we we just got done <laughs> playing them. I mean, come on, man. Can't do it. You know, but I mean, look, it was good to have the interest, you know, and it makes you feel good because sure. you get wanted. And it also kind of bumps the number up, I think, for everybody. And I don't remember exactly if the numbers got bumped up from that or not. But, uh but it, it doesn't hurt. I can tell you that. And so if you're any of these any of these 27 guys are going to have an opportunity at free agency, the money's going to be a little tight because of the tightening of the belt around the National Football League with the drop in revenue this year because of COVID. So if their expectation is is that they're going to, you know, break the bank, it, it ain't happening. I think you're going to see a lot of shorter term deals with some players, I think. Uh, and uh, and in order for these players to get back, maybe to when the revenue does bounce back, they can re-enter the market once again.
1: Let's come back in a moment and get into some of the bright spots in 2020. I know this will probably be a quick segment, but we'll get into it when we come back. It is Jaguars Happy Hour on the
9: Jaguars Radio Network. Jaguars fans, whether it's on the field or in your finances, the key to success is a solid plan. From high-yield banking to home lending, into retirement and beyond, TIAA Bank offers solutions that can help you achieve your goals and make the most of your money. It's time for a plan. Start building your legacy today at TIAABank.com slash Jaguars. TIAA Bank is a division of TIAA, FSP, member FDIC, equal housing lender and the official bank of the Jacksonville Jaguars.
6: Superior Fence and Rail knows about commercial fence services. From automatic gates to security fence and railing, Superior Fence and Rail's professional team delivers with great communication, trained installers, and quality products. Trust your next commercial project with a top-rated fence company in Jacksonville. Get off the fence and call Superior Fence and Rail for your commercial project today.
5: You won't find a better deal to keep your ride clean than Scrubble's Flexible Service Car Wash. Start in the tunnel wash and experience state-of-the-art equipment while enjoying a soapy light show. Our quality soaps and solutions keep your vehicle streak-free. Every 3-minute car wash package comes with self-serve vacuuming, lint-free towels, window cleaner, and a free air freshener. Visit us at the St. John's Town Center, Fleming Island, and Atlantic Beach. And coming soon to Kernan in Atlantic. Trust the bow tie. You'll know quality once you arrive. Go Jags! The best thing about working at Fair and Farrah is all of the employees. We all work together.
4: It's extremely enjoyable to come to work every day.
6: There's a, a common cause or goal. No matter what your job is, we're all there for the client. We are dedicated to our clients
7: 100%. We do everything it takes to maximize the value of their claims.
4: Fair and Fair is really the Farrah family. When they choose us, they choose a family to fight for them and to protect them and to make sure that they're in a good place and that they have somebody on their side.
7: Farrah and Farrah, here for you, here for good. Jacksonville.
0: Welcome back to Jaguars Happy Hour. Here's your host, J.P. Shadrick.
7: Here I am.
1: Welcome back, Jaguars Happy Hour. J.P. Shadrick, Jeff Lagerman. Glad you're along with us today. A week after the 2020 regular season. Playoff games coming up this weekend. Uh, Super wild card weekend. Three games each day, Saturday and Sunday. That should be fun. Looking forward to that. Beautiful. Doesn't get much better. Beautiful.
2: Beautiful. I mean, shoot. Uh
1: you know it's the last week
2: of of deer season around these parts jp <laughs> okay. and uh you know it's it, it's going to be going to be tough you know the the good thing is is that i have the the nfl app on on my verizon phone uh huh so i'm actually going to take the phone to the deer stand with my earplugs and uh and my extra battery charger and i'm going to watch some football from the deer stand
1: it's pretty good it's it's um I'm not a big deer hunter. Shocking, I know. But is it difficult to watch football and hunt deer at the same time? Are you, like, looking in two places? Like, what's the deal? How does that work?
2: Uh, It's, uh, yeah, it's it's not very good for, you know, the big one might walk by. That's what I'm saying, right? right." I can't believe they called that penalty on that. (laughs) Are you kidding me? (laughs) Review that play. And then you look up and you just see his rear end walk through the woods. You're like, oh, what happened? (laughs) <laughs> right, it doesn't seem That's to
1: match. Right. It's not probably not a good. Time. That's all right, JP.
2: It's uh look uh, there's a lot of downtime when you're sitting there waiting for you know a, a, you know nice opportunity to harvest a deer, and so sometimes you got some things to do, you know. So why not watch NFL football, man? You know, and here's the crazy thing about the NFL this weekend. I mean, isn't it on like all these different channels, like Nickelodeon and uh, uh like the Food Network? I mean, all these crazy <laughs> right. channels.
1: Right. They're all over the place, which is, you know, they're trying to get to different audiences, obviously, on different games. And so, hey, I think we'll it's see. awesome. Pretty cool. So, that's awesome. And then Monday night, of course, the national yeah. championship game is on the schedule. So, yeah, well,
2: I, I, I'm definitely going to watch that one, too.
1: Hey, we're going to need some of that uh, venison bean dip, by the way. Speaking of deer hunting, you like that, dude. We're going to need you to harvest a deer <laughs> uh, or the venison chili, uh, one of the two. That's a request in my yeah, ear from it's, it's Brent. It's
2: kind of funny about. How, how many um, uh, pro hunters that I have around my broadcast brothers, okay? And so, so for people that are out there listening, uh, they might have been against hunting, but then they had a, a taste of Tara's venison chili or of Tara's seven-layer venison
1: bean dip. And they have become instantly pro hunter. I like it. Well, see, let's just, for the record, I've never had anything against hunting. I just don't hunt.
2: But I like to eat. Yeah, that's all good. So I'll, I'll, I've, had, I've it. never had a, 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 I've never had, uh, I've never been against a lot of things, JP, but I, <laughs> uh, I'm an American. I believe in that people should have the right to choose some of the things that they would like to do. It's a free country. You now it's, uh, it's a bad country when people try to dictate what others should or should not do. That—that's uh, when I become a non-fan of those people.
1: The uh, outdoor show Saturday mornings at seven on 1010 XL in Jacksonville. Uh, we'll have more <laughs> hunting stories coming up. Let's uh, touch on some of the bright spots. Yes, there are some bright spots for the 2020 version of the Jacksonville Jaguars. It gets no brighter this year, Logs, than James Robinson and what he did in an undrafted rookie year without an off-season program on the field. He came into training camp and blew the doors off the place, basically, and they cut Len Fournette, and all of a sudden he lives up to the expectation and beyond, well beyond. Yeah, I, th- I think first and foremost,
2: when – the decision was made to cut Leonard Fournette. I refer back to Shad Khan's comments this week when he talked about he had control of the roster and, and he was all about facilitating the exit for players that didn't want to be here and yes. about how he wanted to fix a, a toxic locker room and Leonard Fournette was one of those guys that was shipped out. So, uh, But also, um, w- which I think that takes courage to do that because you're taking a leap of faith by cutting a guy that was a high pick in a proven commodity to commit to a young man who is an undrafted guy that, okay, the local scout in that area is telling you, man, this guy's pretty good. You know, and the only thing he probably doesn't have is great speed, but he's got great balance. He's got strength. He's got great vision. And you're sitting there as a coach, I'm sure, or as, you know, the guy that's sitting there, you know, do we cut Leonard Fournette even though he's a, maybe a bad guy or not great for our locker room and he wants out of here? Well, heck, I mean, it takes a leap of faith to be able to commit to a guy like James Robinson. So I credit the coaching staff and and uh, the organization on that one because they they called something there that none of us saw because we obviously didn't have the ability to watch closely with the COVID situation and everything else. And we saw that James Robinson looked good at times, but when you don't have any preseason games, how do you know? You know the, that's where the faith comes in. So credit the coaching staff on that one.
1: Yeah. I remember Doug Marone saying, you know, we're taking the numbers and the names off the jerseys as cliche as it gets. And that's exactly <laughs> well, what they did. Yeah.
2: I had a conversation with Doug about that, uh, about James Robinson. It was about that time. And, and, uh, and they had made the decision to, to part ways with Leonard Fournette. And I remember you know, he came out and he said that, you know, we, we want to, he essentially said something to the effect of we, we want the best players to play. And a lot of people took that as Doug, just totally blowing smoke up everybody's rear end. Right. Yeah. I mean, Right, I mean, I mean, everybody's like, oh, <laughs> "There's no way James Robinson is what's best for this team. He's not better than Leonard Fournette, Doug's Lion. You know, this is a croc.
1: You they're know, tanking. Well, you no, know oh, they're tanking. They're tanking. You know what? Yeah.
2: It was the right decision. Yeah, he's was. he's the better running back, and uh, so all those people." that were were downing on Doug Marone for saying those comments, you might want to take what you said back because he was spot on and he
1: was dead honest and you didn't believe him. We'll come back in a moment and touch on some of the other offensive playmakers for this team. There are a few that could stick around and make an impact with a new quarterback on the way. Most likely it's Jaguars happy hour on Jaguars radio.
5: You won't find a better deal to keep your ride clean than Scrubble's Flexible Service Car Wash. Start in the tunnel wash and experience state-of-the-art equipment while enjoying a soapy light show. Our quality soaps and solutions keep your vehicle streak-free. Every three-minute car wash package comes with self-serve vacuuming, lint-free towels, window cleaner, and a free air freshener. Visit us at the St. John's Town Center, Fleming Island, and Atlantic Beach, and coming soon to Kernan and Atlantic. Trust the bow tie. You'll know quality once you arrive. Go Jags!
9: Hey
6: Jags fans, did you know you can ride your bike to every Jaguars home game at TIAA Bank Field and valet park it for free? That's right. Stop by our bicycle check-in tent, sponsored by Alert Today Florida, near Gate 1 at TIAA Bank Field. An on-duty ZenCog Bike Professional will park your bike and ensure it's secured during the game. When the game's over, return your claim ticket and pick up your bike. For cycling safety tips, visit alerttodayflorida.com. Remember, alert today, alive tomorrow, because safety doesn't happen by accident.
8: At Tropical Smoothie Cafe, one taste and you're feeling good now, smiling wider now, seeing brighter now, bucket dunking now, staying now, popping a wheelie now, living lighter now. You're on Tropic Time now. And on Mondays, try our Jaguar's Duval Delight Smoothies for $2.99. And you're roaring louder now, end zone dancing now, sipping spirit now. You're on Tropic Time now at Tropical Smoothie Cafe. Jaguars fans, here's a great way to pay with pride wherever you go. Exclusively from TIAA
9: Bank, the Jacksonville Jaguars Visa Debit Card comes with a fierce look and fantastic features, along with the convenience to make purchases online or at millions of locations worldwide. And it's yours, free, when you open a Yield Pledge checking account. Order yours today. Visit TIAABank.com slash Jagscart. TIAA Bank is a division of TIAA, FSB, member FDIC, and the official bank of the Jacksonville Jaguars.
0: Welcome back to Jaguars Happy Hour. Here's your host, J.P. Shadrick.
1: We're back. Jaguars Happy Hour. J.P. Shadrick, Jeff Langevin, the week after the 2020 regular season and a change at head coach. Doug Marone out. Interviews are underway. The general manager gig is open as well, and there's a lot going on around the Jaguars organization these days. We're continuing our conversation logs about Some of the offensive playmakers, we're going to leave the defense out of this tonight just because, I mean, come on. They had some issues this year, let's say. But on the offensive side, there are some guys out there, obviously, that you have high hopes for. Uh, DJ Chark, one of those that, you know, there was a lot of talk early in the year, oh, pay him the day after the season. But the statistics this year were not quite some of the body language stuff, uh, you know, let's let's see him with a new quarterback, I think, in my opinion. Then you got uh, LaVisca Chenault, who really came on strong in the last two weeks of the season, of all things. He was banged up a lot. Those are two names that really pop out that can be around here for a while, and if you add one to that somehow or a couple to that with a new quarterback and the offensive line, for the most part, staying intact and the run game, hey, all of a sudden you have what could be a, a pretty nice offense.
2: Sure. And I, I will say this, J.P., you need to find a way to get a dynamic playmaker at tight end. Uh, there might be not a, a better best friend for a young quarterback than a really good tight end. And if that's the, the short throws. You know, he's a, a guy that can grow with a young quarterback. And you had one that you drafted a couple years ago, but he hasn't seen the f- field yet. Yep. And so, in, in my mind, you still go out and you stay aggressive and you try to find find a guy. And uh, that position is extremely important, and it's extremely important because of the matchups. And if, as we've seen with the great tight ends, one in San Francisco and obviously in Kansas City with Kelsey, his numbers have been incredible. Uh, Kittle's numbers two years ago were incredible. I mean, these are great players, but they create. Really tough matchups for defensive coordinators. And the reason why is that defensive coordinators don't know how to treat one of those tight ends, Kittle, Kelsey, tight. Do they treat them as a wide receiver or do you treat them as a blocker? Because both of them do both jobs very well. And so you kind of get in a little bit of a, to use a fancy word, JP, that they didn't even teach you at Alabama, a conundrum. So you're not quite sure what to do. Do you play nickel or do you play base defense? And, uh, and that creates a little competitive advantage for offensive coordinates. So I'd love to see that. Love to see a, a, another young running back come in that's got great speed. And I'm talking home run speed because I think that's the only component of James Robinson's game that he doesn't have is, is elite breakaway home run speed mm-hmm. and the continued development of the wide receivers. LaVisca Chenault trying to find a way to stay healthier or DJ Chark to, to continue to develop and continue to work and also for him to get healthy and back on track. And I think uh, I have confidence in DJ that he will just because I
1: know the type of person and how hard of a worker that he is. It'd be nice to see all those guys coming. I'm with you on the tight end thing. I mean, that, that can change a lot of different things. I thought you were going to say, Oh, the conundrum. I thought you were going to say you were with
2: me on that. They don't teach conundrum. I was going to let it go,
1: but that's okay. I mean, you know, I'm just (laughs) glad that you can spell it for me logs.
2: (laughs) Uh, C-O-N-U-N-D-R-U-M.
1: How about that? Yes, that's right. That's right. Is Ding. that right? Let me Google it real Ding. quick. That's right. <laughs> that's right enough for right now. Uh, let's come back in a moment. We'll continue our conversation. The uh, GM and coach search continues. We've got plenty ahead as we wind down here. It's Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Radio Network.
4: The wait for the holidays is over, America. It's time to make some joy. And we're here to help with the Ford Built for the Holidays sales event. We're offering the best deals of the season across the Ford lineup, so you can road trip with the whole family comfortably in a Ford Expedition. Bring home a tree that's bigger than you ever have with a built Ford Tough F-150. And find new ways to make the holidays bright this year when you visit your local Ford dealer. The joy is up to you, America, so let's get to it. Ford,
7: built for the holidays. This football season, prepare your taste buds for the most iconic sports-watching drink of all time, Pepsi. With refreshing deliciousness specially formulated to keep your eye on the ball and mouthwatering fizziness to help you power through game day, Pepsi has everything you need to start strong.
4: I used to care when Mike cheered so hard he's spilled nacho cheese on my carpet. But thanks to Pepsi, even Mike can't ruin my football party.
7: <sighs> so this football season, make Pepsi your go-to game day drink because it's the only drink made for
9: football watching. Pepsi, that's what I like jaguars fans whether it's on the field or in your finances the key to success is a solid plan from high yield banking to home lending into retirement and beyond tiaa bank offers solutions that can help you achieve your goals and make the most of your money it's time for a plan start building your legacy today at tiaabank.com jaguars tiaa bank is a division of tiaa fsp member fdic equal housing lender and the official bank of the jacksonville jaguars
6: looking to be your own boss in a proven business model do you like construction and working outdoors superior fence and rail is franchising in new markets all over the southeast from Birmingham to Savannah and even a few more markets in Florida come win with superior fence and rail and redefine the fence industry so get off the fence and call superior fence and rail to learn more about starting a fence franchise today
0: Welcome back to Jaguars Happy Hour. Here's your host, J.P. Shadrick.
1: We're back. Jaguars Happy Hour continues. J.P. Shadrick with Jeff Loggeman. Heading into the offseason. We're a weekend. Well, less than a weekend. The last game was Sunday, of course. And there's already a lot going on, Logs. Head coach search. GM search. Trevor Lawrence declared for the draft this week. There's a lot of J stuff happening in, in the city council today, which is uh, we'll leave that for the news anchors and reporters of the world. But uh, at some point, there could be news down the line on that in the next, uh, if not today, then early next week. It's, it's a lot changing happening going on around the Jaguars on and off the field right now, Logs. Yeah, a lot. And uh, and I think it creates for a sense of excitement.
2: And I think it, and that, that's great. And I think the one thing that you have when you have a team that only won one game is that you hope that you have hope. And, and I think with the expected drafting of Trevor Lawrence, with the excitement of who's going to come in and coach this football team, and also who's going to be making the decisions of who is going to be able to say, hey, look, we're going to draft Trevor Lawrence, and then also who's going to be determining who else this football team draft. I mean, these are all exciting things. And, and I think it's been a while since this organization has had kind of a, a sense or, or a reset or a refresh and, and the excitement to go along with it. I think it's had reset, oh, yeah. but not the excitement to go along with it. And the prospect of drafting a quarterback first overall, I mean, this is, this is a great opportunity. It can be potentially franchise-altering, and uh, and it's exciting. I mean, look, JP, I'm I'm, I'm still watching Trevor Lawrence. I'm <laughs> I'm watching the University of Miami game now. So, it'll be like commercial breaks. I'm like right back down to my to my iPad watching Trevor Lawrence. It's great stuff.
1: Is it the Miami game from this year? Yeah, yeah. This is all this year stuff,
2: man. Because there's like uh, hardly anybody in the stands. Of course, uh, South Carolina they had limited people in the stands, but uh, he threw some beautiful deep balls in this game. Yeah, they. Uh, uh, and I'm not.
1: Uh, they I still well. got a ways to go yet. They played well. That was a big ball game. And uh, it was a top 10 matchup. And, and Lawrence had three touchdown passes in that game 29 of 41 passing. Wasn't exceptionally sharp. I mean, there were some, you know, he had some incompletions, but they ended up blowing him out of the water. ETN had two touchdowns on the ground. Lawrence ran for a score as well, Logs, in
2: that one. Yeah, and, and the score that he ran on a little read option, I just got done watching it read option play and he fakes the handoff, and then he's got one guy to beat or appears to be one guy, and then uh, that guy doesn't really get a good piece of him. But as he's going in, a second guy actually gets a piece of his head. I remember that. And and when Trevor Lawrence stands up, he literally, like, spikes the ball and gets in the guy's face a little bit. I like it because, you know, I mean, the, the shot to the head when he was already crossing the end zone, I mean, I like it. I mean, give me. Give me a little fire, man. Give me a little fire. I like fire.
1: That's what happens when you play the the University of Miami. You got to give it right back to them sometimes. The the Canes, man. Those I guys. See,
2: you know how they let's go. See if I can if I can get this play here on the goal line. Oh gosh, but, uh, here we yeah, go. Here it is, JP. Okay. okay.
1: Well, I'll probably get. Uh,
2: we'll get in trouble from the standpoint. Of this is college film. If yeah, I don't think we it. can show that. But, yeah, uh, put that down. I don't think we can, so I better no. not. You show better it. put that. I mean, that's the. That's the
1: rushing touchdown, right there. Put that down. Trust us, he scored, and he talked to the guy. Yeah, everybody's
2: everybody. First of all, everybody on the radio is going, "Dude,
1: what are you talking (laughs) about?"
2: We can't see you. Okay, it's radio, and then people that are watching on social media are sitting there going, (laughs) "Lead it again to the Uh
1: screen, (laughs) extreme close up." (laughs) <laughs> oh, man. All right, let's come back. We've got one final segment ahead. Our final thoughts. We'll look ahead to a Super Wild Card Weekend as well. And this is Jaguars Happy Hour on Jaguars Radio.
4: The best thing about working at Fair and Farrah is all of the employees. We all work together. It's extremely enjoyable to come to work every day.
6: There's a, um, a common cause or goal. No matter what your job is, we're all there for the
7: client. We are dedicated to our clients 100%. We do everything it takes to maximize the value of their claims.
4: Fair and Farrah is really the Farrah family. When they choose us, they choose a family to fight for them and to protect them and to make sure that they're in a good place and that they have somebody on their side.
7: Farrah and Farrah, here for you, here for good. Jacksonville.
8: At Tropical Smoothie Cafe, one taste and you're feeling good now, smiling wider now, seeing brighter now, bucket dunking now, staying now, popping a wheelie now, living lighter now. You're on Tropic Time now. And on Mondays, try our Jaguars Duval Delight Smoothies for 2 dollars And you're roaring louder now, end zone dancing now, sipping spirit now. You're on Tropic Time now at Tropical Smoothie Cafe. Jaguars fans,
1: did you know that with Drizzly you can get Tito's Handmade Vodka delivered to your door in under 60 minutes? Well, you can. And now they're giving all fans $10 off their first order. Use the code JAGS10 at checkout. Just download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com and make sure you're all set to mix it up with Tito's Handmade Vodka for the perfect game day. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y dot And remember to use the special code JAGS10 to save $10 on your first order. 80-proof Tito's Handmade
7: Vodka. Distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Crafted to be savored responsibly. This football season, prepare your taste buds for the most iconic sports-watching drink of all time, Pepsi. With refreshing deliciousness specially formulated to keep your eye on the ball and mouthwatering fizziness to help you power through game day, Pepsi has everything you need to start strong.
4: I used to care when Mike cheered so hard he spilled nacho cheese on my carpet. But thanks to Pepsi, even Mike can't ruin my football party.
7: (sighs) So this football season, make Pepsi your go-to game day drink because it's the only drink made for football watching. Pepsi, that's what I like.
6: Change without notice. Equal housing opportunity.
1: Hi, folks. Frank Franja here for the best barbecue in town. That
3: is Bono's. Head to Bono's today. Fifteen locations on the First Coast and six more at TIAA Bank Field. You see, Bono's is the official barbecue of the Jacksonville Jaguars. You want great barbecue, you want Bono's. Plenty of parking, clean family restaurants, and oh, by the way, the best barbecue you have ever had. So if you want great barbecue, head to Bono's today. The official barbecue of the Jacksonville Jaguars.
0: Welcome back to Jaguars Happy Hour. Here's your host, J.P. Shadrick.
1: Welcome back. It's Jaguars happy hour, and we've got a little less than five minutes to go of the program. J.P. Shadrick and Jeff Lagerman, glad you're along with us today. Thank you for joining us, and uh, if you've uh, just joined us, this, of course, was the Doug Marone show, and Doug Marone was relieved of his duties on Monday, and we uh, wished uh, him the best at the start of the program, but um, now it's on to find a new head coach and a new general manager and a franchise quarterback, and that process is underway. Yes, and we need to
2: find a new host for next week, and, oh. I, and I hear we, we have the prospects of a really good one. We've uh, got, you know, we're going to make an upgrade next week since JP is uh, going
1: to be absent. Yeah, that's, that's so exactly Ashlyn what Ashlyn Sullivan. That's exactly is what is called the over business. and driving the bus. It's exactly what the business calls it is an upgrade. Yes, indeed, and Ashlyn will be here next <laughs> week for both hours of Jaguar's Happy Hour, four o'clock locally in Jacksonville, and five o'clock on the Jaguars radio network. We appreciate her stepping in. So um, I, I'll miss you next week, Logs, but we'll be back with you. No, you won't. <laughs> no, you won't. Yeah, probably not. No, you won't. <laughs> I've, I've been around you enough. I need to go see my family, so I'm good. Yeah, JP, uh, the, the, the old BS meter just went
2: bing. <laughs> 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 That's right.
1: So some good playoff games Saturday and Sunday this week, and we won't hit them all here, but I, I must say I'm looking forward to First off, to the uh, Rams Seahawks, just because the Jags need the Seahawks to win and the Rams to lose to help the draft status. That's my Saturday game I'm watching, and then the Ravens Titans Mm -hmm. matchup. If you like running football, that's your game, and that's mine.
2: I like I like running. I like the running football because Derrick Henry is a back like uh, like no other with the stiff arm, and then you've got. The electricity of Lamar Jackson. I mean, it doesn't, you get kind of two different types of runners one that's like electric and fast and, and blinding. And then the other one is sheer power and brute strength and also speed and finesse. I mean, Derrick Henry is a combination of all of them. Uh, that to me is going to be must, must watch TV. But I mean, every game, I think for the most part, is going to be a really good game. I think Chicago's going to get hammered. I think Indianapolis is going to get hammered. I don't know if those games are going to be necessarily close. But I'm hoping just to be entertained. You know, that's the beautiful thing about not having a dog in the race or a dog in the hunt is that you can sit back and just sit there and look at the screen and go, you know what, entertain me, give me good football. And for the most part, the NFL provides it during playoff week.
1: I must say, though, Lugs, I'd rather have a dog in the hunt being honest yeah of course of
2: course i mean it's <laughs> Let them watch way us. better to have a dog in the hunt you know <laughs> yeah. uh look we, we haven't had a dog in the hunt much jp right and that's why we are where we are so the goal is to have this dog hunting in january in future years so let's all let's all just you know train our dog and get him ready for next year maybe
1: right <laughs> sure I, I, how many dogs have you trained to hunt? I, I'm they scared to ask Well, this I don't
2: know. There's, there's, there's one dog that can hunt pretty good, and his name is Trevor. And uh, <laughs> so we're, we're, we're going we're gonna to work on that. And look, I'm not saying the Jaguars are going to the playoff. Let's slow down. Let's not give ourselves a speeding ticket. Okay, again, he's not going to be a savior. There's a lot of good things that need to happen alongside the drafting of a, of a quarterback first overall. But, uh, but it's exciting, JP. I mean, here's the thing. How many texts have you received? Since the season ended, or should I say to go back since prior to the last pre- game of the season? Yeah. So, since week, the, the 15th game ended, yeah. people texted you about a bad football team excited that you got the first overall. Uh, it's
1: pick. from people I had not heard from in a long, long time. They came out exactly. of the week. Exactly. So, it's a big exactly. deal. Exactly. The Jaguars are on the radar again. Logs, we'll talk to you in a couple of weeks. Ashlyn Sullivan in next week to host this program. Thank you for listening and for watching this Jaguars happy hour on the Jaguars Radio Network.